Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. How capitalism is driving the climate crisis. Oh, no, those are not my words. But when you realize that somebody wrote this as an opinion piece, would you ever actually take a look at other opinion pieces they wrote and not question their validity? I don't believe that the rational minds would. And allow me to take the time now to expose what is irrational. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. This is an opinion piece by someone named Jared Quigg, Over at the Indiana Daily Student, this is the student newspaper of IU. It was brought to my attention because they have an opinion piece that went in yesterday that reads, opinion, there will never be peace until Palestine is free. Oh, okay. The last time I wrote about Israel and Palestine, people were calling me an anti-Semite and a terrorist sympathizer on social media. If you read the piece, the piece is chock full of the anti-Semitism that people may have uh, mentioned on social media to Jared, including... And then the Al-Ali hospital blew up, killing hundreds of people. Israel's denied responsibility, blaming an errant Palestinian rocket. But the Israeli government has already launched over 100 attacks on Palestinian healthcare facilities since October 7th. And they have a long history of destroying such facilities in Gaza. Forgive me if I don't take their word for it on Al-Ali. Except we have video of the rocket coming from Gaza and then hitting the hospital. and didn't hit the hospital, it hit the parking structure and the hospital still standing. This, in just the third paragraph, is a proven lie by the author. The author then goes on to quote the United Nations or to speak about the United Nations, a resolution condemning all violence against civilians in the Israeli-Hamas war and urging humanitarian aid to Palestinians. That uh, UN and um, uh, Antonio Guterres, who heads up the UN as the Secretary General, this is the Secretary General in his own words. Allow me to bring that to you. But the grievances of the Palestinian people cannot justify the appalling attacks by Hamas, and those appalling attacks cannot justify the collective punishment of the Palestinian people. Excellencies, even war as rules. We must demand that all parties uphold and respect their obligations under international humanitarian law, take constant care in the conduct of military operations to spare civilians, and respect and protect hospitals, and respect the inviolability of UN facilities, which today are sheltering more than 600,000 Palestinians. The relentless bombardment of Gaza by Israeli forces, the level of civilian casualties, 
and the wholesale destruction of neighborhoods continue to mount and are deeply alarming. He then went on to state that the Hamas attacks did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. Occupation in and of itself, the bigotry. No, no, no. There is no occupation happening. It's the idea of stating occupation. I can have this debate with anyone, anywhere, at any time. Israel exists. That's their problem. The idea of occupation is that Israel exists. That's what they think is occupying. Israel has a historical connection to the land. Israel has a legal connection to the land. It is theirs. And if the so-called Palestinians would just accept this, everything would be fine. But Hamas, a terrorist organization, cannot accept this. Hamas wants Jews dead as part of their charter, and they want Israel erased. For the UN to make such a statement through the Secretary General is to let Israel know that they have no friend in the United Nations. But back to this piece in the Indiana Student uh, Daily there, I'm sorry, Indiana Daily Student, by uh, this Jared Quigg. Thousands of Palestinians have already been slaughtered by the IDF. The siege will probably kill thousands more. What we're seeing in Gaza is the continuation of the Nakba, the catastrophe that saw hundreds of thousands of Palestinians killed or displaced beginning in 1948, according to the United Nations. This is what is written by a student at, at IU. Um, Nakba is, is the word uh, meaning catastrophe. They mean the actual creation of Israel. You're not talking about people being displaced. You're talking about Israel's existence in that legal framework. You're talking about a place for Jews. That's what he's saying. Of course, the settlements are illegal. The Israelis are engaging in terrorism. All this humiliation, all this death, and somehow it is surprising, writes the author, when war breaks out, one people cannot subjugate another so ruthlessly and for so long and to expect to face no resistance. This most recent Palestinian uprising was bound to happen, and violence will continue to plague the region as long as the contradictions in Israel remain unresolved. Jared Quigg writes, there won't be peace in the region until Palestine is free. That is one heck of a statement from one child. The problem is Israel. The problem is Israel exists. The problem is that Israel wants to survive. The problem that Israel uh, defends itself. You talk about people being subjugated. The people of Israel live free. Oh, there are policies I don't like. But the people in Gaza could live free if Hamas was gone. There is nothing that discusses Hamas. He even goes so far as to, to say when people say, but what about what Hamas did? My responses to that is for the reader to study the history of the conflict and look at the charts comparing the deaths on both sides. He then goes about quoting Howard Zinn. And at that moment, you realize what you're dealing with here. You're dealing with somebody who writes, is socialism incompatible with human nature, which is a full defense of communism and Marxism. The author is very clear at the Indiana Daily Student. 
that they are a, a Marxist, that they are a communist, that they don't come out and say so, one only has to look at what they have written to be able to come to a conclusion that is logical. So what does one do in this situation? Do I believe uh, that the author shouldn't be allowed to write in the Indiana Daily Student? I don't think I do. I don't think I would say that the author shouldn't be allowed to uh, put opinion pieces in. My question is, if you allow an opinion piece that says Jews should be gone, would the Indiana Daily student ever say that about gay students, black students, Asian students, Hispanic students, white students, Christian students, Muslim students? The issue is not for me to somehow excoriate the Indiana Daily student for allowing free speech. I would never do such a thing. It is to ask the Indiana Daily student, and by extension, the President Pam Witten and those on the board and those who consider themselves the leaders of IU, what would you not allow? What is it that you would not allow to be printed in that newspaper that would be beyond the pale, that would be too much? Because what you have indicated is that you are believers in free speech by allowing an article that states the Jews are the problem and if the Jews were gone, everything would be better. That's what you allowed. One can argue that is a free speech conversation. I would allow, without question, the Indiana Daily Student to publish such a thing. What would you not allow? And if the answer is, well, we wouldn't allow, then we have to get into the idea that Indiana University is selective about what it is you're allowed to say. And that's a question. Why would some people be protected from such an opinion and other people not? Why are some opinions free speech and other opinions unacceptable? The Indiana Daily Student has a reckoning it now has to come to. What opinion pieces have they turned down in the past that based on this, they must now publish? And will the university respond to such a statement as what was published with a recognition that Jews have the right to exist and have the right to defend themselves, that Israel exists and Israel has the right to defend itself. And I look forward to finding out if any of the IU alumni ask those questions.